So my friend and I were reminiscing about all the bad things that happened in 2020, and she mentioned Chadwick Boseman. And she was actually quite upset that he had not shared his cancer diagnosis with his fans or the rest of the world. And as I began to reflect on that, I realized I think I know why he didn't. In fact, I have five specific reasons why he didn't share his cancer diagnosis with everybody. Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hey everybody, my name is Kim Hamer and welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Support Your Employee Through Cancer Beyond Paperwork. I'm so glad and grateful that you are here. So today we're going to talk about Chad McBoseman and why he didn't share his cancer diagnosis with everybody and how his not sharing his cancer diagnosis could give you insight into an employee in your company who also doesn't want to share their cancer diagnosis. But before we get there, make sure that you subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a single podcast. I post every Wednesday. And before I continue, I want to invite you to head over to 100actsoflove.com where you can learn what not to say, what to say, and five simple things that your organization can do right now to support your employee with cancer. I have a very special offer on this podcast. If you have an employee with cancer right now and you just don't know what to do, please feel free to reach out to me on any of my social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, or you can email me at info at 100 acts of love. That's 100actsoflove.com. And I will respond. So tell me what's going on. Leave me your question. And I promise I will get back to you. I know during the holidays, it can be kind of hectic. And I want to do what I can to support my fellow HR professionals. Now, if you're a manager or CEO, you can reach out too. I'd love to hear from you as well. All right, let's talk about Chadwick. So Chadwick's death really surprised a lot of us, and that's because he chose to keep his cancer diagnosis private, which someone in his position was quite tricky. And so there are lots of different reasons why people do that, and I'll get into that a little bit more. But the first thing is I want you to know is sharing a cancer diagnosis can create almost as much stress as the cancer diagnosis itself. Delivering bad news to a boss or to you, the HR professional, or to family members is really hard. And there's no one way to share a cancer diagnosis, you know, because people's reactions run the gamut. The whole affair can be really, really, really messy. And, you know, no matter what you think you do as a person who doesn't have cancer, once you get that cancer diagnosis, everything changes. And then on top of that, you have to kind of take into account that people have an expectation of the way it should be shared. They expect, they have expectations on how they would react. And that puts additional pressure on a person sharing a cancer diagnosis. My husband was first diagnosed with cancer on a Friday afternoon. And on that day, we made three phone calls. My husband called his parents. I called my parents. And then my husband called his boss. And his boss immediately asked, you know, do you want me to share this information? And Art said no. And he said that at that point because we weren't sure what kind of cancer it was. We didn't know what stage it was at. We just knew that it was bad. And I'm so grateful that his boss had the wherewithal to ask that question. 
because it's an important question to ask an employee with cancer. Don't assume that that you have permission to share this information. And in fact, check on your ADA because it is actually illegal for you to share this information without the the person with cancer's permission. So he was diagnosed on a Friday. Um, we had several days of tests, and we decided not to tell our children. You know, we had this expectation that it was going to upset them and that it was going to be very hard news for them to hear and digest. Our kids at the time were four, six, and nine. So we wait a few days. We make sure we know what kind of cancer it is. We make sure it's staged. We know what stage it's at. And then we sit down and tell the kids. And my husband has decided that he wants to tell the children. And he opens his mouth and he starts to cry. And he tells them they he has cancer. And the kids, you know, my oldest is crying, my youngest is crying, my middle child is crying, everyone's crying. And then, and then my oldest, his eyes get really, really big, and I'll never forget this. And he stops crying and he goes, but what's cancer? And the other two immediately stop crying and look to my husband for an answer. And, you know, it was just one of those big parent snafus, right? Because we had the expectation that this news was going to be difficult for them to hear when we had forgotten that they had no idea what cancer was. They had never heard of cancer. They didn't know anyone who had cancer. And they definitely didn't know that you could die from cancer. So that's a great example of having these un kind of unchecked, un, unthought of expectations when delivering news of cancer to people. Now, of course, I don't know why Mr. Bozeman decided not to share his cancer diagnosis, but I do have five reasons why your employee might decide not to share his cancer diagnosis. Reason number one, super awkward moments. Sharing a cancer diagnosis with other people is really painful. You know, and it's painful for a lot of different reasons. First, it reinforces the scary news, right? If you have cancer and you have to tell people that you have cancer, every single time you say it, it sinks in. This isn't somebody else's life. This is your life. You're the one with cancer. And that's really hard to manage. And then the second reason it creates super awkward moments is when you tell someone that you care about that, they, that you have cancer, you see how much it pains them. And it's so painful to drop a C-bomb with someone you care about, knowing that it's going to affect them negatively and knowing that it's going to cause them pain. So that's the second reason that it causes the, sort of these awkward moments. And the third reason is for every person who knows what to say, there are about 10 others who don't have a clue. And with those 10, it can be really hard to deal with. People's reactions range from non-acknowledgement, like I'm going to pretend that you didn't say that, to people like falling out and, you know, hysterically crying because of your employee's cancer. And not only that, people ask really uncomfortable questions. I remember someone asking me if Art was going to die. It wasn't someone that I knew very well, and it was just so deeply awkward, not to mention completely inappropriate. And while you and I may not ask a question like that, there are plenty of people who will just, like, like the plug that is supposed to connect their brain to their mouth is unplugged, and they just say some really awkward and frankly sometimes hurtful things. Telling people that you know about your cancer diagnosis creates awkward, 
moments. And, you know, think about Chadwick's circle was way bigger than the average person's. You know, I can imagine that he felt completely obliged to respond to every well-wisher, even, even if they offered unhelpful advice. That's reason number one. Reason number two is being treated differently. No matter who you are, when an employee tells you that they have cancer, you are going to treat them differently. It just happens. It's unconscious and it just happens. We have a sense of fragility around people with cancer. We feel like they need may need more help. We want to make sure that they're okay. We feel like we need to check in with them more often. We assume that they're weak and we decide that what we should and shouldn't do to help them. And that is part of the problem is when, when someone, when someone announces that they have cancer, they know that people are not going to see them in the same light. For the blog post I did on this, I interviewed a couple of employees with cancer and one of them said that he hated going to work right after he shared the news about his cancer diagnosis, that people would, you know, stop by his office and give him pitying looks, you know, and then they would do things for him to be sweet, but they, but they were things that he was fully capable of doing. And he really hated how unconscious people were about treating him like a baby. So an employee with cancer does not want to be treated like that and and may, you know, and, and may want to defend against being treated like that by just not sharing the news. Now, I know that if they don't share the news, it stops employees from being able to support that employee with cancer and for that employee with cancer to see how much they are loved. And that's something that the employee with cancer will just have to weigh out. It makes sense to not want to share that news and not want to have to put up with people treating you like you're a child. Number three, career advancement. You know, the hard thing about it is if your employee with cancer is planning on staying in that company for a long period of time, their cancer diagnosis just might affect their career advancement. Now, I know, again, it probably won't happen consciously, but it'll be one of those things where this person will go for a promotion, will interview for the job, and someone will turn them down for all sorts of reasons. Really, but really what the reason is, is what happens if he's managing a bigger team and he gets cancer again? What happens if she's managing a whole division and she gets cancer again, right? Those ideas play in the head of people who make career advancement decisions. And so if you're in Hollywood, for instance, right, you may not get any more, you may not get any more roles or, or be given roles that are very cancer focused, which would totally happen. It makes sense because people are so unaware of how they think about people with cancer. So your employee with cancer may decide not to share their diagnosis simply because they're worried about their career advancement. Number four, cancer ghosting. It happens, and it's really awkward when it happens at work. Oftentimes, people don't know what to do or how to support a friend with cancer, and so they literally ghost them. They get the message, and then they say, sorry to hear about that, and then your employee with cancer will not hear from them again. And if they're at work, it's even worse. Because the employee who doesn't know what to say or what to do is constantly trying to dodge the employee with cancer. Cancer ghosting is a thing. People with cancer know it's a thing. It happens to them. It's happened to every single person I've ever spoken with who's had cancer or dealt with loss. And so it's very awkward. And honestly, who wants to work with someone who can't manage your cancer or can't, can't, 
doesn't know what to say and is so unprepared that they're willing to avoid you at all costs rather than take the time to, to say something and to figure out what to say. So cancer ghosting is another great reason why people, why your employee may decide not to share his cancer diagnosis or her cancer diagnosis. And number five is bad advice. Look, there's a really funny card by Emily McDowell, which says, I promise to be the person who doesn't send you the cancer treatment from the internet. Because that's what people think is really helpful. They think, oh, I read this, you know, this about this pill that saves you from cancer. You should read about it or here's the link. And then they walk away. There is a ton of bad advice. Well-meaning, your employees who talk to the employee with cancer will mean well, but it is really bad advice. Um, drink watermelon juice. You must eat more pineapple or people will often pass judgment. If you hadn't eaten so much meat, you maybe wouldn't have cancer. And while science is proving that out to be true, it is not the your place or the employee's place to tell that to the employee with cancer. And so trying to avoid bad advice and trying to be nice when trying to avoid bad advice is another reason why an employee with cancer may not want to share their diagnosis. Those are the five reasons super awkward moments, being treated differently, career advancement, cancer ghosting, and bad advice. But now let's talk about how you can support your employee with cancer if they don't want to share their message. So there are a couple things you can do. The first thing is you can let them know that you can put a communication plan in place. And this gives the employee with cancer an option. Many times the employee figures that they're the one who's going to have to deliver all the news all the time to all the people, and that's just not true. It's something if the employee is a member of a team, the team manager with with the employee's permission can deliver that news to the team. And the employee with cancer doesn't have to be present at that time, so doesn't have to deal with the fallout of that kind of news falling on people he works with or she works with. So coming up with a communication plan, letting your employee know that you can come up with a communication plan is really helpful. And that communication plan can include things to say and things not to say. It is perfectly reasonable to take that time to educate your workforce and let them know, hey, this person doesn't want to hear about the latest, greatest thing you read, latest, greatest cure you read about the internet, nor do they want to hear about your cousin who had cancer seven times and beat them all seven times. So these are the great things you can do for him or her right now. That is a fantastic way. And that might take some of the pressure off your employee and he or she might feel like they're okay with, with sharing that information. The other thing you can do is you can talk to them about how much people care about him or her. Oftentimes, and this is very true for kind of any major illness, we get tunnel vision. It's horrible news. We know we have to focus on taking care of ourselves or taking care of our our loved ones. And so we don't think about how other people want to help. When Art was first diagnosed, um... I called a friend and asked her to help me figure out like all these things I needed. And then she called a few days later and asked, you know, how I was doing and had I asked anyone to help. And I said, no, I think I've got it. She got really mad at me. And she said, you know what, Kim, that's being really selfish. And then I got mad because I thought that was a rude thing to say to someone whose husband was just diagnosed with stage four cancer. But she was right. Because when she explained it, here's what she said. 
She said, Kim, there are so many people out there who love you and love your husband and they want to help. They want to somehow pay it forward. They want to say thank you for being in their lives. And if you don't ask for help, you don't allow them that opportunity. So in that way, you're being selfish. And when she put it like that, I I fully understood it. I understood it from looking at it from the outside. When my friends had cancer and when they have cancer, I want to help. I want to be there for them. I want to do something that will take part of the burden off of them. And if they don't share that cancer diagnosis with me, I don't get that opportunity. And it hurts. It really, really hurts. So taking the time to explain that to your employee and let them know, obviously you don't want to tell them that they're being selfish, but taking that time to explain to your employee and letting them know how much they are loved in the company and how much people are going to want to help is a great thing to offer to your employee. And then on top of that, what you can do is you should have a list of ways that people can help. You should be able to prepare things that the company is going to do to support them so that they don't feel overwhelmed because the other part of turning down support is it feels really overwhelming, especially because most people say the worst phrase in the world. And that is, if you need anything, let me know. And it's just that phrase is too overwhelming and too hard to wrap their heads around. And if your employee was just diagnosed with cancer and is grappling with whether or not that they should share this information with with the company or with the team, then the idea of all these people coming up to him or her saying, if you need anything, let me know, is extremely overwhelming. So there you have it. The five reasons why your employee may not want to share their cancer diagnosis and three things you can do to bring them comfort that might allow them to feel more comfortable about sharing their cancer diagnosis. All right, y'all, that is it. That is the end of this recording. I want to thank you so much for listening to me. If you have a topic that you want to hear, please go ahead and send it to me. Reach out to me on all my social media platforms. I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what topic that you want to hear most about. In the meantime, before I talk to you next week, make sure that you remember you matter. You are so very important to so many people. Thank you for showing up for them and for yourself. All right, take care.